York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. out New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time show here. Give you that Nick's talk just in the Nick of Time. And it's time to talk about the trades that happened, or more or less the trades that didn't happen today. Because as you know, 3 o'clock came and Leon Rose was asleep with Phil Jackson somewhere on an island and no trades happened. But you know what? Everybody's still here. Everybody's still here, just like Evan Fournier wanted to. Um, but before we start to talk about that, first I want you to hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and hit that notification bell so you know next time we're talking that next talk, all right? And um, also, you know what? Let's, let's get to it. Let me first introduce my guy, all right? My man from the YouTube channel across the street. I call him the Raw Metaphor. It is the Raw Hebrew Remnant. What's going on, Raw? Sad day, my man Jay Ellis, but... We still love our Knicks. Yeah, man. We still we still here. We still love our Knicks. Um, and <laughs> we all 82, man. I know some people are kind of pissed about it, but we still all 82. Also, you already know what it is, man. I got my man here, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G's in the building, and I made sure I tweeted on Twitter today. I don't know who got to see it, but I told Knicks Nation. I was like, look, Knicks ain't making no moves, so don't be too disappointed. Sure enough, they ain't make no moves. Yeah, man, the, the the Knicks really didn't make no moves. And you know what, Ryan? We should have known there was trouble in paradise Um, when the Knicks, they ended up, their first move off the offseason wasn't a trade. And that's when you should we should have known that there was trouble in paradise. When this first move of the offseason is to hire a GM as a consultant, <laughs> because you oh, don't you know, know what the, the hell is going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. You already know. Who did they hide? The dude from the Timberwolves. <laughs> yeah, it's like I think it's Gershon Rosas. I think that's his name. Yeah. Gotta look it up right quick. Yeah, Gershon yeah, Rosas. Isaiah Thomas in Minnesota. Yeah, I, I had I had it open. I had his name open and ready. But Gershon Rosas, we hired him. That was the first move as a consultant. This is the same dude who uh, supposedly fired Hibbs, when he was in, in the Timberwolves, so all the Knicks fans were happy, or at least the ones on Twitter, who were like, oh, we're about to fire Tibbs. We're about to fire. No, no. The Knicks were so confused that nothing was happening, and they was put, they was push, they was pushing all these buttons, and nobody wanted any trades. For for Evan Fournier, he seems like he's been, he's been shopped for a while. We, we already saw that teams wanted Evan Fournier in the first for Levert. Then I saw another report that said um from Ian. From Ian Begley, lets you know it's real, right? He puts out a report that uh, the Pelicans wanted Evan Fournier and the first included in their free package. So, off the rip, as good as Evan has been playing in January and shooting, teams are like, I don't care. I don't care. You're going to have to attach a pick to move these vets. And that is not what the Knicks want to do. And that's a lot of reason why... Nothing happened. The miscalculation. It was a miscalculation, guys. Like the front office made team-friendly deals in the beginning of the season. They felt like you know what we might have overpaid a little, but the whole point of those deals was 
they thought they would be able to move off of those deals if need be to, right. to, to, to pivot quickly and they weren't able to pivot. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, um, let's talk about it. So, but like, what's, what's, what's the, raw, I know you had some guys you want, you wanted to, um, you had some thoughts and you wanted to, you wanted to target some guys, but, um, nothing happened. How do you feel about the Knicks not being able to make a move? And are you disappointed that we missed this trade deadline? I, I was extremely <laughs> Disappointed because just when you look at like you already outlined, Jay Ellis, the contracts that were put together, movable contracts, um, all of these guys and like, well, okay, you're talking about Nerlens Noel, Alec Burks, um, Derek Rose, especially those three. But then you, uh, you know, you also have Fournier. But those three, Alec Burks, Derek Rose, Nerlens Noel, are basically for all practical purposes two year deal. Right. So I'm like, okay. They got the Don got this in set so that he can move these contracts. And then Bert Fournier, for all practical purposes, is a three year deal. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so somebody, if somebody took on Fournier, they got two more years of that 18 million. I could see how they might have to attach a pick for that. But any of these other guys, like especially Nerlens well, Alec Burke, I'm thinking, well, you're just dealing with them for 18 more months. So you could really, you could move those contracts, especially to a playoff team. Right. But, um, so this morning when I woke up and I saw that they had been working all night on a three-team deal, I was very hopeful because of the fact that executives don't waste their time, man. So they, they're going to spend all Wednesday afternoon and thir- into Thursday morning working on this three-team deal. I'm, I'm looking at well, it. must be traction here. But then they said, Leon wrote, they said New York wanted more draft capital. They were getting first-round picks from Toronto second round picks from LA and they wanted more. So I'm thinking, man, that might blow the deal because yeah. Leon's pushing for more. But right. maybe, but then after, you know, now as I look back on it, at that time, I'm like, man, don't blow this deal, Leon. Because yeah. I know everybody was tripping because Cam was included. But I was thinking of the 19 million. The yeah, 19 yeah. million of expiring money coming off Gordon Drogic. I was like, man, that's going to that's yeah. put us in a nice position this summer. And we yeah. still got a whole bunch of young capital. That's a fact. So I was like, no, no problem. But then when I saw it blow up, when I saw Gordon Drogic go to the Spurs, oh, God. I was, I was yeah, like, oh. yeah. I'm against We're going to get to that, too. Huh. We're going to get to that. But that's, what I was, that's what I was thinking, man. I feel you, man. We're going to get to that, too. Ryan, though, I, I at least thought Burks was going to go. Like if any if all those fails, I'm like, all right, Burks is going to go. Um, Burks was rumored to go to, to to maybe Utah. There's like maybe not even rumor, but everybody thought Burks to Utah, natural fit. Ingles gets gets canned, he gets injured, <laughs> reunited and it feels so good. Bring Burks right back to Utah, but uh, they wanted to shed salary, but so we we end up you know still keeping Burks even. But Ryan, did you see this coming? <laughs> like, did you? How do you feel about our non-movement on a trade deadline? Um, I think I'll just keep it simple by saying that, you know, if I have to choose between the Knicks not making any moves and the Knicks making a dumb move or a desperate move, I will, I will always choose the Knicks not making a move over that. And with the Burks deal, and here's my thought, because – I always figured that moving Julius Randle's contract and every 40th contract would be a challenge. 
just for the simple fact that both of those players are on, on multiple year deals yeah. and this is the first year of their deals. So I always thought that it would be hard to move those contracts and it makes sense. You know, if you get Fournier, Fournier has been playing good as, he has been playing good as of late. But like Ross said, he has two years left and he have you at least have two years of Fournier, you know, if you take on that contract. So yeah, the team's gonna probably want to draft compensation to take on Fournier's contract or a young player. The same thing with Randall. Randall's on the first year of his contract. Like, yeah, Randall's been playing better as of late, but then that's like three more years of Randall you have to handle as well. So, you know, teams are going to want draft compensation to, to, um, to take on those contracts. But my thing, I think my biggest concern with the Knicks not making a move is the rotations because the Knicks yeah. are in a tough spot right now where there's seven games under 500. They're 24 and 31. And this West Coast should be set up the Warriors tonight. You have the Trailblazers where Trailblazers is probably winnable. But still, the Knicks are in a tough situation where they're going to have to make a decision soon because the Knicks continue to lose. Is it going to be worth it to continue to play the veterans and have your young guys still play those 10, 15 minutes? Or are you're going to have to switch it up and be like, you know what? We're out of the playoff. We're out of playoff contention. You're yeah. gonna have to focus on the young guys. But here's my thing: Can I trust this to do that? I don't know if I can trust this to do that. Right. So, yeah. So it's there's a lot of concerns for me going into um the second half of the season without um any trades being made. And something else concerned me too because I was watching the trade special on ESPN, and they were talking about how. You know, the, what the Knicks are trying to do in the front office, I guess according to NBA circles, they're basically saying that the Knicks are trying to up the value of their young players so that they could, pop, they, so that they could possibly use them in the future to make a move for a big-name superstar to come to the Knicks. But here's the thing. And, and honestly, they made a good point because they were like, if that's what the Knicks front office is trying to do, how do you expect to raise the value of your young players if they're only playing 10, 15 minutes a game? Right, which is... You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, where I am right now, I'm like, okay, if that's the goal, you have to be on the, you have to be on the same page as your coach. If your coach is just going to continue to play veterans and while your team is losing and not even try to play the young guys and, and help them to gain experience and to see what you have in these young guys, how are you helping the franchise going forward? So, honestly, I, 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 might, take a, I might have a wild take right now, but I think right now, Thibs is on the hot seat because, like I said, the Knicks are in a bad position. And if the Knicks start losing crazy and they, and they get knocked out of playoff contention and he still, could, and he still decides to play the veterans over the young guys, I think, that, I think that's when, you have, as a front office, you have to be like you have to cut ties with Thibs and bring in a coach that's going to actually pay the young guys and actually build up those young guys and build up their value so that the Knicks, have, so the Knicks are in a position to make a big move in the future. They have the guy. They have, these young guys have more value to them, and then they'll be able to make that move. Because right now, the only young guys these teams are looking at is RJ and Mitch. You don't want to trade those guys. Facts. So that's a fact. And yo, I'm a, I'm gonna say this too. Tibbs is a competitor, for better or for worse. Tibbs does not know when the game is over. Look no further. Then the game that we just played, when R.J. Barrett was injured with 20 seconds left in the game, and he was still out there thinking, we can come back. We can come back. There's still a chance. 
no tips, there was no chance. And that's the biggest deal. And that's the biggest reason why this might be concerning today because we don't know how far Tibbs is going to take it and devalue the players. And I said this a, f- a couple of days ago. If the trade doesn't happen, they might like I, they might have to break a hierarchy. And but I'm not sure if they want to do that because ever since everybody's been here, the hierarchy has been: I am the GM. I bring people in. You are the coach. I don't tell you how to coach. You just coach. And that's been the way that they've been doing things. And that's the way they want to do things because they didn't want to, you know, they didn't want to imitate other errors. But now that we're in a situation we're in right now, if Tibbs keeps tibbing, somebody might have, might be forced to kind of break that hierarchy and go downstairs and tell Tibbs to play these young guys because it could, it could get a little bit crazy if we keep losing and nothing happens. And the notations don't change. And we don't see OB getting 25 minutes. And we don't see quickly and, and Cam getting minutes. So it, it can get weird. I know you what. There are two things between what you and Ryan said, which is absolutely I agree with. Tibbs, <laughs> he reminds me of myself in a minute. And I'll tell you why I mean that when I say it. Because for about 20 years, my wife and my family and I used to have an annual Thanksgiving Monopoly game. We'd invite people over, and we'd play Monopoly. And the game would go on all night. We added a few of our own rules to the game. But I would always be making everybody laugh because I'd be at the end of the night with $5 in my hand, right? And I got, Mediter- <laughs> and I got Mediterranean and Baltic, and everybody got hotels everywhere except me. And I just got Mediterranean and Baltic, and I'm, trying to, and I'm still thinking I could win mm-hmm. with the $5 I got in my hand, right? And I'm just hanging in there until I get wiped out. And that's Tip. Yep. He's got the $5 in his hand. He got Mediterranean and Baltic. And he's still saying, <laughs> I, I can pass, go and get $200. I can go through this minefield. It's random Mediterranean. And still make it. I can still make it. You know? <laughs> and that, and that, that's Tip. So I'm thinking like, okay. Because first of all, two things. That's number one. Number two, if y'all notice, Johnny Bryant, his official title is associate head coach. That's his official title. So if they move on from Tibbs, Brian's going to step right up. And and from what I did hear, like sometimes Berman ain't full of BS, although most times he is. But what he did say was Tibbs don't listen to none of his assistants. I heard that. Like he does what he does and he don't care what his assistants say. So that means he's not listening to Johnny Bryant, which we don't know. Like Johnny Bryant came out of the Utah system. So we don't know. But he seemed like a sharp young man to me. So I'm thinking if they move on from Tibbs, Johnny Bryan's going to take that seat. And I don't, I get the feeling he's not going to run this thing like Fisdale, and he's not going to run this thing like Thibodeau either. I, I hope so, man. I hope so because you can't have, like, I, I, I don't agree with Ryan, Brian. I don't think he's going to be fired this season. I still feel like he's going to get a whole new season. But, I do feel like if we are to move on from Tiz, we can't completely change course like we keep been doing. We need people. We need some type of consistency in here. So if Tibbs is let go at some point, then I I, I agree. Dude. We need to hire Johnny Bryan to have him just take over this thing, and um, you know, move forward with it. Move forward with it. But um, I think that they already got that. I think that's a default. Mm. Like. 
the fact that they gave him the associate head coach title, I right. think that's the default. So that if if Tibbs is fired, it's default to Johnny Bryant right off the bat. Man, I I really I hope so, man. I hope so because we going we only have Cam here for a half a year, and it was looking bleak before, and it's looking real bleak now. So like ah, uh, and Rhino Raw Raw was letting you know what Raw tell me what you were selling us um behind the scenes about how you foresee the, the summer going because okay so. All right, so I know, like, because we have the battered rife syndrome in New York, right? It's a, it's a knee-jerk reaction that all of a sudden the front office sucks and blah, 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 blah. But no, I think Leon knows what he's doing. And I can see him cleaning house this summer of all these vets and going with, if, if they get Brunson, Right. which I think is a very high possibility now that you saw the Dinwiddie trade and now that they got Davis Bertans on hook for four years, I think Brunson's going to walk. So you got to have Brunson and the Knicks and the Knicks going to pay him. Now he could get five years only from Dallas. He can't get five years anywhere else. So I see him getting his 80, 85 million and I see the Knicks giving it to him. So you see, I can see them clearing house of all these other vets. And going and starting fresh with Brunson, Randall, and the kids. Yeah. And, and seeing what they can do right from there. Because that way, Tibbs can't say you don't have no vets because you're going to have Randall and you're going to have Brunson, who is, you know, his boy. And then you're going to have the kids, which really, when you think about it, next year is Mitchell Robinson's fifth year. And I think they're going to they're gonna keep Mitchell Robinson. I don't see them letting him go to Detroit or anywhere else. That's I hope. think they're going to match whatever he gets. Yeah, but. You're going to see Mitchell Robinson. You're going to see R.J. Barrett. You're going to see the OG. All of these guys are now going to be the new vets, right? So you're going to see that. And so I think they're going to roll with that. I can see them getting rid of all vets except for Rose and Taj. And even I have to say, that's questionable because that's questionable because Taj's contract is not guaranteed next year. And Rose is only guaranteed two years of which this was the first year. And next year is the second year. So, I don't even know about them, but I'm going to tell you, all of these other vets are going to go uh, next summer. They're going to clean house. And so, because uh, you know what's going and the reason I'm saying that is because they're going to be, a, basically, they low-key, they low-key tanking. Right now, right. your new tank commander is Tom Thibodeau. Yeah, that's your new Move tank over commander. Emmanuel Moutier. <laughs> yeah, that's your new tank commander. Tom Thibodeau's your new tank commander, and so they're going to, they're not, they're not purposely telling him to lose. He's going to be playing Mediterranean Baltic with his $5 all the way to the end of the season. And the Knicks are going to be in the lottery, you know? So well, yeah. Any, that's, any, that's going to be that. Any chance that angry Randall keeps this production up because the last few games, the starters have been playing well and the bench has been stinking. Derrick Rose comes back, solidifies the bench. The starters keep this momentum. Any chance? Is there any prayer in your mind that you say, you know what? Maybe, maybe there's a shot if we have Derrick Rose back in that second unit and the bench keeps going with the momentum that they've been playing with this past week, especially Julius Randle. What do you think, Ryan? Um, I think it's a possibility because, you know, the Knicks are missing point guard play. They've definitely been missing Rose. That's part of the reason why they've been losing so much. You know, like I said, it's a tough situation because the Knicks are seven games under 500. 
where the, where are the Knicks going to be when Rose finally does return is a, is another is, is another issue right there. And then you know, then you're gonna have to decide whether are you gonna still go and make that playoff run with Rose back, or are you gonna fall back and be like, all right, you know, let's continue, you know, with that five dollars and only have a Mediterranean and Baltic and just you know, right. paint the season. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, so um, you, you know, it, it's either either way you look at it, it's gonna be tough. But you know, knowing Thibs and the type of coach he is, I could see Thibs being like, you know what, we got Rose back. We might be ten games under five hundred, but we gonna go for it. I can, I can see him going. You know, going a nine game win streak. And y'all know this is the history of the Knicks. So we would be like most of this rest of the season. We'd be top five in terms of the lottery, right? Then also we're gonna go into five game winning streak, and we'd be in like the twelfth position. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what's gonna happen. We'll still be in the lottery, but we're gonna be trade like what we get last time. We got eight, and then the year before that. What we had, we had eight. We got, we got. I think we got three with RJ. We wanted yes, to get three yeah. with John Moran, and then we got eight with Kevin Knox. We got eight with Frank Nilakina. Yeah. And I think what was Porzingis? Porzingis was four. He was four. He was yeah. four. He was yeah. four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we won't get. We'll be in the contention to get the top five pick, but then the Knicks are going a five game win streak, six game win streak, and we'll be at twelve. You know, that's what's going to happen. Right. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you this: it's, it's going to be rough. We have the second, second toughest. Schedule in the NBA, so it's gonna be rough. It's definitely gonna be rough. But here's the thing: like I do feel like Tips is gonna give it a go, for sure. But I do feel I do feel like it's up to the front office. If this thing starts going off the rails, if it's like a week or two after the trade deadline, after we come back from All Star break and it's still losing, they gotta tell him to pull the plug. Like they gotta tell him to pull the plug. Like bro, can't... there's a seven game um away. There's a seven game road trip coming up right after the All Star break. <laughs> And it ain't no joke. It's all out, all out west, man. Yeah. And then they got Brooklyn at home. With now you got Ben Simmons. Ooh, this is gonna be rough. This is right. gonna be ugly. It's gonna be ugly. Yeah. So they, I gotta play. They gotta clean the club. Salute to the chat, man. Everybody rock with the KOT show. Shout out to Pudge NYC, Heartbreak Nova, uh, Jason M, RG, OG. Everybody else is rocking with the show. Um, if you're liking the show, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. We're here talking about these Knicks trade traded on news and um. Also, we got to talk about the, the trade that almost happened but didn't quite happen. <laughs> the trade that almost happened but didn't quite happen. And, uh, Raw. I know, Raw. I, man, I was on Twitter. And I saw people pissed. I, I was just like, why would they offer Cam and what? And I was like, oh. I got a really unpopular take. When I saw you said, <laughs> when you said I got an unpopular deal, I said he's on the same page as me. I know he is. And he's on the same page as me. I said I have a really unpopular take, but I'll, I'll yep. man, listen, I don't care though because here's the thing: when KP got traded, and I said eh, we didn't necessarily lose the trade, we gotta wait to see if we win the trade or let uh, trade or not. I said that live on air years ago when KP got traded. That take was unpopular and, and now, it was correct though it was, it was correct, correct. <laughs> it was the right tra- it was the right shake it so, was well it was the right trade okay so i got up this morning i looked at twitter as everybody else i was looking at my phone intermittently all night and i looked at twitter and i saw where some commentator said that nick started negotiations on the three-team deal with toronto and the lakers and they started Wednesday afternoon, and they went all into the night into Thursday morning. So I'm like, oh, shoot, they're going to get this done. 
Then I saw the parameters of the trade. It right. was Cam Reddish, uh, from Cam Reddish going to the Lakers with Alec Burks. Mm-hmm. It was THT going to Toronto. It was um, wait, 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 wait. With, 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 with New Orleans with Noel. Noel. That's important. And then it was, <laughs> it was Dragic going to New York with trade compensation. And I was like, everybody was tripping because, like, first right. people was like, why are we, picks, why we trading camp? Meaning and picks. Man, what, what are we going to do with Drogic? And I was like, y'all looking at this the wrong way. You, and I kept, I've been saying it to him, blue in the face, but the NBA 2K is strong. So I'll be like, look, it's not about who the player is. It's the expiring contract. We're getting a $19 million expiring deal. That's going to put $19 million off our books. And I was right. like, dang. Then they'll be able to get who they want this summer, man. So I was like, dang, the Don is playing chess. And we like, I think most of us that was watching this, like if you before the before this trade season, we were understanding that when they got Cam, they wanted to get expiring deals back. They didn't want players. Right. They just want open up rotation spots. So we want expiring deals. And I was looking at all the expiring deals that was out there. So I was like, oh, and they were working on this all night. Oh, they're gonna get this done. Yeah. So I was like, oh, they're gonna get this done. And and people was all upset. Oh, then why are we trading Gab? I was like, look, man, we got plenty of young players and we're gonna yeah. get 19 million in expiring money. When I saw yeah. that fool go to San Antonio, I was like, what? No. Yeah. I yeah. Like, I lost it's hope crazy. right there. I was like, dang. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I I think that's the biggest thing. The biggest thing is that we get one, we're getting draft compensation back, right? Uh two, like as you've seen. We weren't able to move off of these vets unless we attach picks. In this deal, we getting we have we have to attach picks or young assets. The young the other young assets that we have on this team right now are actually producing. And if you look at who's ahead of Cam right now, we have R.J. Barrett, who's a staple. He's not going anywhere. He's considered untouchable right now, right? And we have Grimes. Shout out to Grimes. Grimes is actually part of the KP trade. So don't shout That pick that we got from Drake G. And so, uh, and so was and so is Cam, really. And so is Cam. Right. Yep. True. That as well. You guys can't look at me and tell me that today that <laughs> Grimes on his first day in the NBA. That um Cam in his first day in the NBA is better than Grimes in his first day in the NBA. Um, no. But no. <laughs> but they both they both better than watching KP stay in the street code. Oh, uh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm so, so, and so, paying paying that for 158 million. I'm glad we got Grimes and Cam. Please. Right. So so here, uh, here's my thing. When Cam was here, Cam got traded here, I I mentioned it. I think Roy mentioned it too. That we wasn't sure like if the front office and Tom were on the exact same page. Right. He wasn't sure about that. Because what happens when they're not on the same page is what you're seeing right now. People don't mm-hmm. play. So mm-hmm. they're probably foreseeing what's happening. And they're going, crap. We might end up having Cam here. Not being able to give him minutes. And then... What happened to other young players like, uh, you know, Frank or what's happening to Obi right now with Julius Randle? Or from Kevin. Or Kevin is going to happen with Cam. So what we might as well do is get picks for him right now so it's not in vain. And then 
get you know clear some cash space because Noel was going to be gone too. It was going to be Noel. And you know what though? But did you read the report? The Lakers got the vapors on Cam. They wanted they were aggressive yeah, they wanted trying bad, to get him. Yeah. They wanted him yeah. for real. You know, so that you know the Don was dangling that and saying, "Okay, you want this? Okay, this we, we got to help us get what we want." You know, and they and the, they was really trying to get Cam. So, and it was a smart move for the Lakers because they would get a solid pro in in uh, Burks and then a young prospect in his rookie deal in Cam. And Cam would have got time on this roster. Yeah, he would have got he would have got minutes on this roster. So, um, yeah, nah, it was. So it, it, it was just one of those things where, like, he's trying to save them for ourselves right now. We don't have more wasted assets here. That's that's the way I feel like that. And I see somebody says, yeah. "Do you think Grimes is better than Cam today?" Yes, I do think. Grimes yeah, is Grimes was better than Cam right but now. But talent wise, Cam has more upside. I mean, Grimes Cam, is better right now. But right. talent wise, Cam has more upside. So if you could develop Cam, and you know the Knicks in development, well, we'll see. But if you could develop Cam. Uh, I see. I see that man has number one option potential. He just really has that type of talent. But um, you know, that's a question mark. That's what we're gonna see, and that's the pr- that's really the crime out right. of all of this. He's right. not gonna play. You know, he's not gonna play. Right. He has higher potential. Yeah. He has higher potential for sure. Yeah. He definitely has higher potential for sure. How long is it gonna take him to get to get to that potential? Is the, is the question. Like, <laughs> not I, 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 like yeah, I, like that's the question because. Say we like if he, he I guess best case scenario right the the vets have the value that they're supposed to have this year which the 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 office the the front office they fumbled that they don't have the value that they thought they had and he gets fifteen minutes a game I still feel like it will take the summer and the, and the next season to really see what Cam can do for right real. right no I agree. I agree. Yeah. I really, I, as much as I want to see Kemba gone, I'm, I'm kind of against them buying him out. I'd rather them trade him and get him off the books. Yeah, and it was I'd a, give. I'd actually add picks. I'd add second rounders to him to get him off the books. I just don't want him. You know, I, I don't want to have another. You know, what's that? Um, Joakim Noah, who are paying him and he's not even on the team. Though they wouldn't be quite that bad because we're paying Joakim like forty-eight million, sixty-four million, something like that. But Right. If we only paying Kemba for one year, it's um he's on an eighteen million dollar deal. So if we bought him out, it'd only be like one year nine million, and that's I, th- I, don't, I think they stretch it out over four seasons or something. So it wouldn't be quite as bad. But I'd rather just trade him for you know I give away two second rounders because we got a plethora of them and, and get, yeah. get him off the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they want to give away any assets though at this point. Yeah. I saw from Mark yeah. Berman. Mark Berman stated that. For now, he said. For now, Kemba is safe. That's that's the exact words he used. Yeah, so. I saw. But he, did you see the other words? Until Rose gets back. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said. Until Derrick Rose comes back. Right. Safe right. for now. Yeah. For Derrick Rose comes back. So he was actually hinting to me at a buyout. Yeah. I mean, I'm hope. That's what I was hoping. That's what I was hoping for. I was hoping to see a buyout thing today for Kemba, but um. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it is two rules gets back. But I would I would rather have a buyout for Kemba and have Deuce come in right now and see what he has. But like I said, as of now, these Knicks and the front office and the coaching staff they're still trying to feel like they want to go for it and try to get some games in. And I'm not sure if that's going to happen for these guys. <laughs> well, if if D Rose comes back healthy, I, I I'm almost sure that Tibbs are going to take Kemba out the rotation again. Yeah, I, I don't see how he keeps him in the rotation with a healthy D Rose. He's going to want to start D Rose. Go ahead, 
Mm, no, nah, I was just um agreeing with what Raw and what y'all were saying, and I just wanted to make like one quick comment on the Cam Reddish trade with um Alec Burks and other Llewellyn and stuff like that. So, you know, I think you know Raw pretty much hit it, you know, nail on the head. You know, because people have to remember, like, yeah, Cam has a lot of potential. You know, Cam has shown in the past, you know, especially last season, you know, he can't step up and put in good performances and stuff like that. But I think people have to remember the coach you have and the roster you have in the moment and if Cam is going to get that playing time. Because if you look at the roster at the moment, Nick's basically wasted the draft pick because you sent a draft pick to Atlanta with Kevin Knox for Cam Reddish and Cam Reddish is not getting no playing time whatsoever. So what's the point of keeping Cam Reddish if the coach is not going to play him? And then on top of that, you're going to trade him. And then you trade Nerlens Noel, Alec Burks, get those guys off your books. And you bring in Gordon Dragon, who's, uh, who's an expiring contract, and a guy that you know this is going to play because it's going to give him a point guard. Mm-hmm. And and him and Rose will probably help the Knicks, you know, win games and, you know, stuff like that. And that's an expiring contract on top of that. And you get back draft compensation. So it's like the pick you gave to Atlanta, you're, you're essentially getting that pick back and possibly more. So it's like... Right. Yeah, then on top of that, you know, then on top of that, once the season's over, you have that 19 million or so in cap space, and then you can use that to get a Brunson or whatever, a younger point guard, and sign him to a deal. And then, you know, you have your point guard of the future right there. So I think people are a bit short-sighted when they looked at it, when they, when they saw Cam Reddish being moved and not looking at the big picture overall. Yeah, not to say that Cam is not going to be good. Kind of similar thing with Obi Toppin, man. It's kind of similar thing with Obi Toppin. Like, like, but we we need to find a way to raise these guys' trade values, man. They have to play. Like they you have can, to yeah, play, the man. only way you can raise the trade values is if they play. They if have they're to not play. playing, and I'm yeah. not talking about ten and fifteen minutes. They got to play significant minutes. They have to play, man. They absolutely have to play. But yo, shout out to everybody in the chat, man. I know we got a Jr. in the chat, but shout out to Philip Ross, Ross Bernard Williams. NS, Jason M, uh, Jason Fasara, Heck Brizo, Paul Butler, everybody else is rocking with the show. If it's your first time here, please hit the like button, please hit the subscribe button. We do post-game shows as well after every game. And um, yeah, yeah, definitely hit the likes. The likes a little bit light, so hit the like button. It helps support the show, all right? Um, first call up, we got JR. JR, let us know what you want to talk about, sir. Yo, 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 Jay Ellis, Ryan on? G, the legend, Raw Hebrew. What's How up? are you guys doing tonight? Doing all right, man. Hey, Y'all already know? Good. Considering, considering. Like they have sat in the building. Yeah. Y'all already know? For real, man. Yeah. For real. <sighs> you know something, man? I had the most pleasant surprise to you guys were on. I wasn't expecting to see you guys on. I was like, thank God. Some level-headed, like, takes in a day full of people ranting and... It's like you can tell who's been here for the Tony Douglases and Jordan Hills. Like you can tell uh, which fans <laughs> are the ones that yeah. just hopped on. You know what I'm saying? So this ain't this ain't nothing, man. We conditioned for this, man. We can take this. But um, hey, man, um, I agree with what a lot of you guys said. Um, but I just wanted to let you guys know how I feel about a couple of things. And um, and to be honest, man, um, I have no doubt that right now in San Francisco in that locker room, Tibbs probably has. Exactly the number the number of games they need to win to be in the plane. Like these guys are not they're not thinking about tanking. Tiz is not thinking about developing youth right now. They are going for the plane. They are like there's no doubt in my mind that Tiz 
is going to have these. Like, if RJ, once he gets off that walking boot, 45 more minutes for you, RJ. Go and run. We got to make this play again. <laughs> That's just how Tiz is wired, you know what I'm saying? And and I don't always agree with everything he does or his rotations. And God knows I don't agree with his rotations all the time. But, man, with some of the horrible coaches we've had here, I appreciate having a coach of Tibbs, like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, he's a proven winner. Whether we agree with what he does or not, and, and God knows I was very upset when, when, when RJ got hurt, with, you know what I'm saying, with the, with the, with the minute left. I was like, why? Like, like I was – but, you know what I'm saying? But, but Tibbs, to, to some degree, we've got we to give him some respect. Like, he knows how to win, you know what I'm saying? And if he, and if he, if he thinks that this team can squeeze by a playing game – and God knows an injury or two in the, on the opposite team, we could squeeze in. Like, I think we'd all have different outlooks if we, if we somehow make it past the first round. I know that's crazy to even say with the, with the L's we've taken today, but I'm just saying it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's like completely impossible that this happened. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I don't think it's impossible. I, I'm very encouraged by RJ's growth this year, extremely encouraged. Um, Julius Randle has looked better as of late. You know what I'm saying? Y'all already know, Jay Ellis, you know, Evan Fournier, you know, that's my boy. I'm going to rock with Evan Fournier. Like, he's been, he's been showing he's been to his form. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's not like we, like, we have some pros uh, on our team. And I know the schedule's tough right now, but y'all saw what Utah just did to Golden State. And, and we gave Utah all they can handle. So I know it's all about matchups, but... Hey man, they're pros. They're humans, just like we are. Like, just you know, what I'm saying, just like we are. Anyone could be having any given night in the NBA. Right. You know, what I'm saying. So yeah. I, all I'm saying is, I'm not, I'm not quitting. I'm riding a die, man. Like, like this ain't nothing. This ain't nothing. <laughs> We've been through worse. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, we have been through worse. We've been through worse. <laughs> we have. We have been through worse. Through worse. We've been through worse. Fact. Heck yeah, man. So, 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 so this ain't nothing, man. We gotta. And, and I don't gotta tell y'all boys because y'all. Y'all are really like the ultimate Knicks fans. Y'all here all the time, you know what I'm saying? And, and y'all putting in the work. And um, but just knowing, you know what I'm saying? We still riding. We still we still going same. We riding with the team. And uh, yeah, man. Um, yo, that's really all I got to say, man. I love what you guys do. Obviously, like I always say, yo, y'all y'all be thinking raw heat to be giving raw Knicks tapes, man. I'm not even gonna lie, man. I be dabbling in his Bible studies from time to time, man. Yo, raw, you a you a bold man, raw. I gotta give you that, man. <laughs> so. <laughs> Much love to y'all, man. And y'all both have a good night, man. Go Knicks. And I don't care, y'all. We, we win it tonight. We win it tonight. Okay. I don't want to hit nothing. Cam is going to have his breakout game tonight. All right, he's going to break out. We're going to win tonight. And then we're going to see what happens after that. Y'all already know, man. Go Knicks, baby. Let's get it, y'all. Yeah, man. LGK, baby. LGK. He said RJ's out tonight, so Cam's getting his minutes. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. He's gonna see what happens. For real, I think that yeah. might be the case, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, Grimes yeah, is gonna it's start. A possibility. Grimes is gonna start. Grimes is starting. Cam should be getting uh, Grimes minutes. That's that's how. That's Ooh, how. let's take, let's let let's let Cam get forty tonight. Yeah, yeah. let's go. Let's go. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Are we sure Grimes is starting? Are we uh, sure? He, 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 he said it's a high probability. Kim, Kim said he might stop. That's what the, that's well, he, the might, okay. he might start. He might so start. He might start. Because I mean, that, that man Burks is still here. He might just yeah, that man Burks. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he, might, he might just slide in Burks. Yeah, but doesn't he right. need Burks for the point guard? Oh, forgot he got Kimber though. Oh shoot. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he got the one-legged bandit in there. Oh shit. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But um, I, I saw a question here. He said, they said, 
why if the front office wasn't gonna he said why was Cam why did the front office trade Cam here if they bring Cam here if they was gonna trade him? The front office messed up. That's exactly what happened. That's why. The front office No, they're gonna up. have Cam sitting for another, you know, half a season. That's right. Yeah. The front office yeah. messed up when they thought that they can move two players to make room for Cam when they got Cam here. More than that, they thought they could move two players <laughs> to take on Leon Rose and get picks for him. Yeah. Yeah. Without, <laughs> with, he, with, he with, wasn't talking about giving up no picks. Right. He, thought he could get second rounders and first rounders for these cats, man. Right. Exactly. They messed up when they when they tried to move those players and uh not give up picks. So that, that's what happened. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. You know what? I, I messed something up. I saw 199 Super Chat. I'm sorry, uh, Heck Brizo. 199 Super Chat says Tibbs needs to be fired. RJ hurt because of him. I can't lie. That, yeah, that, yeah. that one hurt. That, yeah, that hurt. That definitely hurt. Yeah, All right. Much. Next caller up. I forgot what we have. I think we have Jason. We have Jason on Lower East Side. Yeah, you guys hear me? Yep. Yeah, loud and clear. What's up, fellas? What's, up, fellas? What's going on? What's going on? The Lanty Street and the, the Avenue D in them. Mm-hmm. You still remember. <laughs> you still remember. <laughs> man. Today was rough, man. Yeah. Yeah, I know yeah, I know I'm I'm a Tibbs fan. I got into a big fight well not fight, a big uh, battle of the fans with um forgot his name, but Leon Rose needs to like step in. Because I'm worried. I don't. I'm worried. Yeah. I don't. I think Leon Rose is scared of Tibbs. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't think he, he has the in him to say, Tibbs, this is what you have to do. You can't do this. You can't do that. He just lets Tibbs do whatever he wants to do. It does appear and that that's way. That's a big problem with me. You know what? It's funny because ideally you want the coach to coach and the GM to GM. Ideally, I, right? Right, like, right. Because. When the when the GM is coaching, that's when stuff starts to get weird. But in this case, it's just like you want Leon to kind of step in a little bit, but then you risk you you risk fracturing whatever's happening even worse. I don't know. I don't know, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, but the, the thing is, the the coach has to understand the long term vision, and clearly Tibbs doesn't get it. Right. Yeah. Like Good point. It, Wait, you said long term, like, and Tibbs, you know that's the oxymoron, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's the problem, though, and that's why, like, he was a, he was the president and GM in Timberwolves. Now he's, I mean, he's the coach and the GM. Now he's just a coach. So now the GM needs to tell him, look, you like McBride. Why aren't you playing him? Yeah, I can't argue with that. I can't. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what they say. They say that Tibbs wanted McBride. That's what everyone reported. Yeah, Tibbs loved McBride. He was mad that the Knicks passed on him the first two times, and then he was happy when they got him. So why aren't you playing him? I mean, Tibbs was on the Grimes and McBride. He he wasn't a part of the Joker Bidens. He was part of Grimes and McBride. Yeah, sure so, was. Yeah, he's gonna have yeah. to earn it back, man. He messed up that one Raptors game. You never saw him again. So you gonna... yeah. And he only had four minutes and forty four seconds. I mean, come on, man. Dead. It was ridiculous. Qu- qu- quickly, done throw up like a whole house full of bricks and stuff. And we still he's chipping on McBride over a couple of turnovers. I mean, come yeah. on. Yep. Yeah, and like, what kidding me is the one player who I really wanted to be traded today, the one player was Alec Burks because I actually think he was tradable. Me too. I don't really think Noel and, and um, 
Kemba were tradable without giving up a bunch. I think Alec Burks they actually could have traded. I thought so too. Yeah. And he's the one who's really blocking McBride and Cam because you know when the point guards are out, they're just going to play Burks at point guard. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, most uh, definitely. Yeah. And I think like they they should, and I think they could, and I think they should do it right away, but they probably won't. They should shut down Noel and Kemba. Kemba, he he should never play for the Knicks again. Noel, yeah. you know he's hurt. Let him go have a procedure or something on his knee and be done for the season, and, and, and we'll see about next year. Yeah, no, Yo. I, I agree. I mean, it's I, like, what's, I, what's your name? What's your name? Jason. Hire, hire this man as a GM. Like today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's time, man. Like, I like, look, think about this, guys. Here's what pisses me off so much. How happy were we when they did the camp trade? Oh, yeah, we, we, we were happy. We thought it was a good, po- yeah, it was a good move. We all loved it. And it's like they, they turned that trade into a bad trade. And a lot of it's Tibbs. Like, I'm not going to – like, the front office, I thought it was a good trade. The fact that Tibbs won't play him is ridiculous to me. Yeah, Great. man. We already Great. knew it, man. We, like, we already knew that was, this was the problem. We already knew he was going to play over. No, but I, did you really think Tibbs wasn't going to play him at all? I didn't think that at first. Oh, I thought he wasn't going to play him unless they moved unless they moved yeah. people out the rotation. I knew Tibbs wasn't going to play him. But that's why, to me, it was automatic that they were going to get rid of two rotational pieces. That's why they, they know they had to. So, yeah. yeah, plus um, just just to um, chime in right quick. Um, also, I think that's why the rumor popped up where um, it said Alec Burks, where the Knicks were only willing to trade Alec Burks if it wasn't – Connection with another vet as well, so I think the Knicks were. I think the Knicks were, were really trying to move, you know, to move two veterans at one time, so they can kill two birds with one stone and open up that rotation spot for Cam Reddish to see what they have in them. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, yeah, like they were trying to move two, but you know what? If all you can move is Burks, just move Burks. Like, just take yeah. the deal. Don't don't say, oh no, we have to include Kemba, we have to include Noel. I think that's a Leon thing. I think Leon got a little greedy, man. I think yeah. he decided yeah. we're, not, we're not giving up those short. We're not taking those short. We just keep running with these same bums for the rest of the season. I'm I'm pretty sure we could have got a pick at least a second for, for a couple of seconds for Burks or minimum. I mean, I think so. here's a trade. Why, that, why didn't they do the trade that I said with the Suns and Sarge? Sarge isn't playing. I'm sure the Suns probably would want to get somebody to help them try to make a championship this year. Is Sarge? They picked up Aaron Holiday. He's not that good. Is Sarge expiring? Yeah. No, he's not expiring. But why did it didn't need to be an expiring? It oh, just no, needs to be need someone who didn't they have they to play. Expiring. They need an expiring. No, no, it didn't need to be expiring. It needs to be an older captain. It doesn't matter if we have captain or not next year. I'm just saying, if you don't buy him out, Tibbs is going to start him. Yeah. Well, he can't start him this year because he's out. Yeah. I hear you, but I'm saying, but you don't want nobody that's coming back next year. You want to make sure you can get rid of him at the end of this year. No, I actually wanted Sarge to come back next year. You know why? I mean, we're talking about a trade that's not going to happen now, but last year he played and he was a backup five. So there goes the stretch five. Oh, yeah, I hear you. I just wanted somebody like, you know, Thad Young that's expiring and they're coming back. Or somebody like Drogic that they could just yeah. buy out and let him walk. You know, th- nobody is coming back next year. So that way, not only are they not playing now, but we don't got to worry about them in the summer. That's it. It's yeah. done. And it seems like they yeah. have their, their, their eyes set on Brunson as well. That's what it seems like. Yeah, and here's so, the they thing the so they weren't expiring to have and this Brunson. this is why they got to play the youth now. They have to. Yeah. Because if you, if the Knicks get Brunson, then one of Emmanuel quickly or McBride should go because yeah. they ain't going to play. Yeah. Right. yeah. True. Right. If Grimes is the lock, if Grimes is the lock, 
You're not going to be able to play Grimes, Emmanuel quickly, Brunson, and they're probably still going to want Rose. That's too many players. Well, Rose is going to be expiring next year, but the problem is going to be Joko Biden. Joko Biden is coming to the to – the, um, he's coming he to the coming. next year. He no, he's coming. coming, but he's going to take a seat. He's coming. They're going to trade him. He's coming. coming to sit on the bench? One at a time. Yeah, he's going to come and sit on the bench. One at a time. We got to be able to hear. We got to be able to hear. We got to read it. Yeah, yeah man. exactly. He's going to – McBride will tell him, this is where I used to sit. This is when I used to play in the G League. You're going to take all of that. I'm going to give you the ropes. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, but he's not going to be happy playing in the G League. This kid was just playing in the Euro League. Playing for the best team in the Euro League, and you're not. Hey, listen, he'll be, be right? in the NBA. He'll be in the NBA. But he's going to be in the NBA. But, but Tibbs is going to ignore him his rookie year. That's yeah. going to happen. Tibbs is yeah, not going to play. No, they're going to trade him. Right. That's what I think they're going to do. I think they're going to include him in some trade. He's going to go probably to the Mavs or something. You know, some you're other not joking. Team. That could definitely happen. That could definitely happen. But I'm saying he's not going to play with the Knicks next year. One way or the other, he's not playing. Right. He'll yeah. be on the roster, oh, okay. but he's not playing. Yeah. Yo, thanks for calling, though. Yo. We got another caller up next. But the also- yeah, all right. Um, all right. Thanks a lot, guys, for having me. For sure, for sure. All right, man. Thanks, man. Maybe we'll win tonight, and we'll be back on tonight to celebrate. I, I know Raw's going to be sleeping, but I know It's going to be Ra- past my bedtime, but I'll be so excited. Yeah, go on. Oh, if Raw's if Ra- if we win, and well, if we Yo, win, I'm going to I'm not going to let you set me up to get all dust up, because you're going to go Raw, if we win, you coming on? all over our graves tonight. They're going to dump, stomp us, and pee on I, our graves. That's what's going to happen. I, yeah, I'll say this, though. The fact that they got smacked by Utah last night does kind of worry me. They could be. I thought it was. Did they get beat by Utah last? Night? Yeah, they got smacked. Mm-hmm. Oh shoot! Was, yeah. was Stephen Curry played? Yeah, they got smacked, like twenty-five Ooh. or something like that. Oh yeah. my gosh! That Ooh. means it's trouble for us because they're gonna be in San Francisco on a night after they lost. They're gonna be mad. Yeah, and yeah. we don't have Barrett, so I don't. They're going. Steph Thompson might get thirty in a quarter. Yeah, man, it's gonna be. Maybe we put Kemba on Thompson and. Grimes gave Steph. Lo- I, don't, I, I, I would don't, love the last time know. we played them. We had my man Deuce doing work on that boy, but not yeah. This time. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Or maybe they maybe they'll put. They might try to put uh, Burks on. I don't know, Steph. I don't even know. I don't even know. Burks, man. Burks. Yeah, is I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Is. Who do you who do you put Kemba on? Now that I think about, it, I'm like, damn. Who do you really put Kemba you, on? You put Kemba on the bench. You put Kemba on the bench. He about to get lit up tonight. Exactly. He can't guard nobody out there. The bench. All right. That's how you put Kemba on. All right. Exactly. <laughs> put his one legged behind on the bench. Then wear his daishiki and chill. Because other than that, you're going to get oh, man. Oh, man. But shout out to Rodney Sanders for the $10 Super Bowl. Problem is because of last year, we thought we can skip steps. We thought we were going to be a near conference finals, finals team this year. It was just at Kemba Evan. The truth is we are a developing team. Rodney yeah. ain't lying. Yeah. Rodney ain't lying Rodney at all. Rodney ain't lying. Yeah. Like my lying. grandmother used to, my, my grandmother in Jamaica used to say, he's not lying at all, at all, at all. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we just got good news. What's that? Quinn and Grimes is starting tonight. There Quinn we go. Day. Prime time. Yeah, but who's starting at the? Or are they starting? They starting Kemba at the point probably. Yeah, well, I I don't know about the point guard position, but I think it's safe to assume it's going to probably be Kemba. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is though, really though, he hasn't been playing Kemba, but them few minutes, like he's doing the uh, EP on him. He's yeah. playing him the first quarter, maybe the third, and that's it. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. yeah Next caller up, we got Reaper. Reaper. Let oh, us know. my man from AC. Yeah, man. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Hey, JL, it's Raw. Hey, um, G. Yeah, man, it's uh, 
it's uh, it's pretty crazy. It's uh, you know, I had a feeling. I knew there was a possibility nothing was going to happen, possibly, you know, but, you know, it kind of, it didn't feel that great. But you know what? Um, honestly, um, no move is better than, like, you know, a bad move. You know, that's kind of like, you know, how I'm looking at it today, especially when I saw that Cam Reddish trade. And I think I heard something, uh, it was like a rumor or something about supposedly Obi Toppin. Um, but, you know, and that kind of like, you know, that actually got me a little pissed off. Uh, but, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of glad, you know, they didn't have anything, any moves to make. I'm glad they didn't make it. Uh, however, you know, the, we're in this situation. Yeah, the front office kind of screwed up. But the more I look at Tiz, man, it's just like the more crazy he looks, you know, the more um, he's got this is almost like he's sticking to a tradition or to a way of doing something. And he's so rigid, and he doesn't want to budge off of it, and he just ends up looking stupid sometimes, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah. And uh, you know that uh, the more I think about the whole uh, what happened to RJ the other night, yeah, I'm like, this is bananas, you know. I just can't believe you know all that happened. And honestly, in my opinion, um, I believe the team is better than this. I do believe, in my opinion, I think they're a playoff team. And in my opinion, I, I keep telling you guys, I think I've told you guys so many times that, like, everyone and their grandmother and their grandkids and their, you know, great-grandbabies knew that you can't play rules more than 25 minutes. You can't play Kemba, really. After the 10th game, you realize Kemba can't play more than, you know, 15, 20 minutes, 15, uh, 18 minutes a game. Mm -hmm. And so as crazy as it sounds, and you no, had to back run to back. a three-point rotation. Back. Yeah. So you had to, like, you had to start playing McBride early in the season. You had to do it. It's like, it's not about, like, oh, this is how, I understand that's how Tibbs is, but, yeah, that's how you are. But, like, the way you are can actually be, make you look stupid, you know? It's, but, like, so it's, so you can't just say, oh, this is my philosophy and I'm not, like, budget from it. And you just look crazy. The only reason we don't have any point guards right now is because he benched Kemba and then played rules for 38 minutes a game for like right. a week. And we all knew, I think everybody was saying, oh, we'll see how long this lasts. And of course, after a week, rules goes down. So it's, I think, you know, you got to put this on Tibbs uh, because the issues we're having at point guard is squarely his fault uh, because he just doesn't want to be flexible. And, you know, and then it's like Burst is not a point guard, you know. Yeah. I don't care yeah. how many nice passes he makes here and there. He's not a point guard. The offense looks terrible when he's running it. Um, and Manu Quickly is not a point guard either, and that's why he's struggling this year. You know, it's like I saw it in summer league. I remember in summer league he was averaging like eight eight assists a game. But if you, like, I, I'm watching those games. I was there watching those games. And the offense really was very stagnant when Manu Quickly was actually handling the rock. You know, yeah, he had eight assists, but you got to look at it this way. Uh, if you looked at that usage rate for Emmanuel quickly, it probably was like in the 30-something percent. And so he walked away with, if your usage rate is like in the high 30s and you walk away with like eight assists and like 12 points, are you telling me you did a great job? No, you, that's not a great job, you know. And you can just see it the way the offense ran in the uh, summer league. It was very stagnant. It just it ran smoother when McBride was running it, you know. I mean, yeah, quickly can get in the lane very easily. He's very shifted. He's fast, but for some reason, he's just not a point guard. He yeah. just, you know, he doesn't read the game uh, the same way all the point guards do. And so you got to put this, you know, this season squarely 
a little bit on the front office, but it's mostly on Tibbs. And they need to figure out a way. Like, look, you know, I don't want any rotation either. I don't want, like, you know, us to fire a coach after this year. The one good thing about Tibbs is, like, you know, he's um, he did change the culture here, and people do work hard here now. Um, you know, so it's that's a good thing. But they need to make him do the right thing. You know, you can't just, like, sit back and just be like, oh, you know, you, you know, coach does whatever he wants to do. I mean, yeah. I, I think for me that's you know, that sounds crazy. So, yeah, you know what? Somebody what said something a few years ago, and I didn't. I don't like to believe it, but it, I gotta admit it's probably true. Point guards are born and not made. So either you're a point guard, you know, naturally, or you're not. And and as many times as I've seen Burks and and quickly miss wide open guys, especially Obi, you know they're not point guards. Man. They're just not. Yeah, yeah, that's a hundred percent true. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, you know, go I, feel, ahead. I feel. I definitely feel like quickly is. Is uh, struggling right now, passing the ball. To me, I feel like in the beginning of the season, he was passing the ball to Obi a lot. He's finding him more than I feel like him and Rose was like A and B on finding Obi. But this stretch for like a week, he's really been struggling. But hold on a second, wait a minute. Shout out to Ron Cleveland. Yo, Ron. What up, Ron? Yo, Ron. I saw you say hi the last show when I was watching the replay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I miss you, but uh, shout out to Ron Cleveland of the Man 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 Show. Uh, good to see you, brother, man. Good to see you. Yeah, and I'll, I'll say this, too, about Quickly, because, yeah, Quickly is struggling right now, but, I mean, to be real about it, the times I've seen Quickly play best is when he's either alongside Rose mm-hmm. or when he's alongside McBride. Right, yeah. right. So, so it's true. like, you know, when, when Quickly yeah. is playing point guard by himself, he struggles, but when he's playing alongside another point guard, that's when he shines. That's right. Yeah. And you know what's really crazy, too, is, like, when you look at the stats, I've been, like, keep harping on these defensive stats. The issue is, like, it's Kemba Fournier uh, and, and uh, what do you call it, our back of center. And it's just, like, everyone else, like, we got some defensive studs on this line, on this team. You know, um, you know, even, like, the thing that really shocked me recently is, like, you know, it's RJ, like, you know, just – the fact that he's, like, really now a two-way player. And I, I was getting on him early in the season. I was like, okay, he wants to be a two-way player. He's getting beat back doors. But sometimes you know how you kind of focus on the mistakes people make very often mm-hmm. and not enough, like, you know, kind of you're now looking at the whole picture. And so, but you kind of, you look at the stats, it's, it's crazy. He's, like, the best. He carries the biggest load on the team defensively. And he's actually the most effective, like, defender. On mm-hmm. the team, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mitchell Robinson, obviously, he was like really overweight early in the season. Yeah, Mitchell Robinson uh, transformed, man, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, twenty-one boards, I... man. Daggone. Yeah, man. Yeah, but yeah. That, Salute. That was really big. Yo, yo, thanks for calling, Reaper, man. For sure. All right, you guys have a good night, man. All right, All you too, AC, man. man. Take care down there, man. All right, and I know the game is starting soon, like fifteen minutes. I want, I want to get like a little, a little break before. But before I even get to the break, I just want to say this. The Knicks have officially won the KP trade. All right? <laughs> you ain't joking. You ain't joking, Jay. I don't want to hear nothing about it. You don't want the KP trade hands down, for real. We won the man. We won the KP trade, man. We won the KP For real, for real. I said, I said yes, years man. ago, gotta be, we got to be patient. We got to be patient. Be honest. Be honest. If we were going to say we miss a player, we would have missed Tim Hardaway Jr. before we missed KP. Yeah. 
You're absolutely right. I I was I was thinking about bringing, bringing Tim Hardaway Jr. back. Um, yeah, on the same he signed the same seventy-two million dollar deal. Yeah, I'd rather him than Fournier. Shoot. Yeah, I think I I don't, I don't even did I mention it on the show? I think I did mention it on the show about bringing Tim Hardaway Jr. back. The this only is, problem with Tim Hardaway Jr. is because we KP was always hurt. He had to be number one option. Right. If you make yeah. him a solid number two or three option, he's lethal, man. Like he That's is in Dallas, role. he's lethal. Yeah. Lethal. And the starting five is in, guys. Mitchell Robinson, mm-hmm. Julius Randle, Quentin Grimes, Evan Fournier, and Kevin Walker. Uh, so it'll, it, it, it'll be interesting to see who Kevin Walker is guarding on the Warriors tonight in the starting lineup. Oh, Lord. All right. I mean, I feel like they're going to put and, Grimes. They had RJ, you know, guarding um point guards before. I feel like RJ was guarding um when he's playing Memphis, right? I feel like mm-hmm. RJ was guarding Morant, so I can see – I can see Coach putting Grimes on on Curry. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. You know why? Because the, one of the reasons Golden State is an elite team, they will switch till they get the matchup they want. Yeah. They will keep – they will move. And, and the way Curry moves without the ball, they will keep moving till he's on – till it's him and Kemba. And he's going to destroy Kemba. Right. Here. So, so yeah. it, might, it, it might be, you know, we put Grimes on it first, Kemba plays five – plays six minutes, and then Alec Burks gets 30 minutes tonight. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're probably they're probably put Kemba like Kaminga or someone like that because I think Kaminga's gonna be in the starting lineup for the Warriors right. for Draymond Green. So they're probably putting him on Kaminga. He will destroy Kemba. That kid yeah. will destroy Kemba. <laughs> Kaminga's no joke. He's only like nineteen. He's amazing, man. I was like, dang, man. People was criticizing him last year because he's you know he got all these shortcomings. But people forget he was only eighteen and he got a grown man's body. This guy, he's gonna be the deal. Yeah, and, pre- and be prepared because Forty is going to be chasing Clay Thompson off screens. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, Clay might get thirty-five. 30, what do you get in the quarter? Thirty-seven. He might get that again at night. Damn. Oh man! Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, hold your breath, man, before before this game. But um, also thank you, KP, for getting us uh, Quentin Grimes. All right. <laughs> you ain't joking James. exactly ain't joking. shoot he might be our clay thompson next year who knows you just don't know he might be our clay Yo, thompson I, I think quentin grimes got a lot of upside man he do. no question he do he do all right man yo that is our show i'm gonna try to get like a little five minute breather before the game yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm still i'm still trying i'm gonna have me some uh some some turkey bologna and some some cheese sandwich. That's right. Hey, yo, I that, even, that's what's up. That's what's like, up. People was like, well, where's Raw? I haven't seen Raw all week. I was like, I didn't. I'm not, I say, I'm not even bothering asking Raw about no West Coast games at one hit. <laughs> 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 I was like, I'm not even bothering this. I'm not even no, but you know what? Because of my hope of what would have, like, the hope I had in deals getting done today, I didn't care if the Knicks would get stomped by Golden State. I didn't even care if they only came out with eight guys and got beat by 40 points, 100 points. I just was like, oh, it don't matter. If we get our kids playing, then all right. of a sudden we're going to, you know. But then when nothing happened and we got to face it with these same old geezers, oh, my gosh. I was like, nah. This is okay. Yeah, man. Geriatric team versus the, the, the Golden State Warriors. Let's get at it. At yeah. least the Lakers are geriatric, but they could still make the playoffs, man. We, we... Um, We'll see. We'll see. All right, man. But that is our show, okay? Raw, let them know where they can find you, sir. Raw Hebrew Remnant on YouTube. Raw Hebrew Remnant on Twitter. Raw Hebrew Remnant uh, on uh, Patreon. All right. Ryan G, let them know where they can find you. 
You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. Chilling. That's S I R G is C H I L L I N. You can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T and also on Instagram also at Sir G's Corner. That's S I R G S C O R N E R. Where you and I do little short, you know, little short videos on the Knicks and other sports. All right. Here you know to find us, man. You can find us on all social media. You can find us, you can buy the snap tags at the nickatimeshow.com. You can follow us on the KLT Show on Twitter, the Nickatime Show on Instagram, and the Nickatime Show on Facebook. And definitely check out the blogs by our, our guys on the nickatimeshow.com. And you know, we got podcasts too, man. You can, you can listen to us on all podcast platforms as well. All right. Make sure you join us for the post game after the Knicks Golden State game. We'll we be here. 1 a.m. or whatever we talking talking next. All right, <laughs> that is our show. We out of here, and as always, shut out the worldwide west. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here. Right? York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. In, 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 in,